Welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. And today we are joined by Sue Sung, Senior Vice President of Corporate Strategy for Freeman. Uh, thanks for joining us, Sue. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Glad to be here. And, and Sue's here to talk about this really ambitious uh, effort called Go Live Together that I think, you know, Freeman is really spearheading, but has a lot of different partners. And it's, uh, it's you know, about financial relief for the, uh, the live events industry, uh, you know, in relation to the shutdown uh, in COVID. Um, but it's much more, too. So uh, before I start uh, explaining it all, maybe we should turn it over to Sue and uh, to explain kind of basically what is Go Live Together Encompass? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, in short, Go Live is advocating for financial relief necessary um, to sustain um, the live events ecosystem. And so uh, that that will lead to the, the breadth and depth of the coalition that we've been able to form, which which, you know, quite frankly, was was even a surprise to me, but um, definitely reflects just how important um, the system is to so many businesses, many of them small, many of them women and minority owned. Um, and just the criticality of being able to um, get our industry and our people back to work as soon as it is safe to do so. And I did notice, uh, I was very impressed how fast you ramped this up. Uh, I mean, you got, you got this up in, in a matter of a, a couple of weeks from start to uh, where we're at now. I mean, we're probably, what, just three weeks or a month into this effort? Yeah, so we're, we are headed into week three since we launched. You are absolutely right. From the time that, um, you know, our CEO first asked us to um, put something together to the time that we launched the website was was a week and a half. Um, we launched with 80 founding members. Since then, we've been signing on hundreds of folks daily. Um, we now have over 600 logos um, on the website. We have over 1,700 um, partners who have signed on with more coming in every day. And of course, uh, you know, it's great that Freeman is sort of spearheading this because you did mention, you know, Freeman is, is a global leader in live events and a, and a variety of different uh, services, et cetera, they provide. But you did notice, you mentioned that there's a lot of smaller uh, companies um, that, you know, just don't have probably the resources to do something like this, like Freeman does. Absolutely. And, you know, the beauty of this, um, so I'm not from the events industry. I'm a consultant by background, but I have to say just my involvement in here, I, I've got to meet, I've had the opportunity to meet some just great people who have been in the industry for decades and just, you know, everybody coming together. What can we do to help? There was, you know, we've got our um, competitors who, who have signed up and who have been great partners in, in this and um, everybody's willingness and understanding that, um, you know, we really are in this together and just an acknowledgement of just what a great um, industry the events industry is and, and how much it can contribute um, to economies and really in helping the recovery. And I, you know, I'm just thankful that, that I, that I'm working um, at a place like Freeman who, who has, um, the opportunity be, to be able to, to help. And I think, you know, the million dollar question everyone has right now is once we do sort of get back to business and start meeting again, what is this new normal uh, going to look like um, with, you know, say social distancing, sanitation requirements? I know the big hotel chains are coming out very fast with uh, 
different procedures that they're implementing for, say, sanitation. And I know you're working with the American Hospitality and Lodging Association, too. And I think they just issued um, a whole new set of guidelines, as well as U.S. travel, just in the last couple of days. So uh, I know you can't, uh, you can't de detail at all, but uh, what's your sort of uh, opinion on, on what we're going to be seeing when we get back to meeting? Yeah, so putting on my go live together hat, you know, what what we what we're hoping to do right now is to just serve as a central repository to find information. So we have links to all of those resources that you just mentioned. As guidelines are coming on, we're providing those resources on the site. Um, we have links to all of our partner associations who are doing an amazing job, kind of keeping their membership and constituents up to base, uh, up to date on the latest uh, changes. Uh, we now have links to U.S. Chamber and other resources, um, uh, North Star Meeting Group, uh, with regards to uh, state um, stay-at-home policies and when those might be opening up again. Um, so, you know, we're we're really trying to to consolidate the resources and make them accessible to our to our audience um, as easily as possible. Um, that being said, um, you know, uh, with with regards to safety in particular, um, in addition to U.S. travel, there are other entities that are working on some guidelines. Um, Freeman's working with the Global Bio-Risk Advisory Council that is looking to set up standards and certifications. Um, you know, they're an interesting group because they not only work with venues, but they're also working with the hotels and they're working with um, the airlines. And Hyatt actually issued its press release um, stating that they were going to be following the GBAC standards. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of folks who are working on being able to open this safely and, and most importantly, sustainably. Um, when you take a look at the dozens of hotels and other entities, you know, they're really, um, they're talking to medical experts, they're following um, CDC guidelines, they're following the WHO guidelines, they have um, industry uh, medical staff um, uh looking at this from a scientific way. So, you know, it gives you confidence that they're not just looking to, to open safely, but they're looking to open safely and sustainably. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure that we're guaranteeing um, the safety of, you know, participants uh, when, you know, when the stay at home orders start to start to uh, reopen. Yeah. And, you know, and the more I think about this too, is that, you know, the participants have a big stake in this, and if they aren't, if they don't feel comfortable to travel or stay in a hotel, um, even if you open those hotels up and you get the airlines back in the air, it's not going to make a difference, right? Exactly. And, you know, and I think one thing um, that's important to, that I just, you know, started to realize, too, when you think about an event and where events take place, usually they are in convention centers conference centers or, you know, large meeting rooms, those are blank slates from our perspective. And, you know, we have a unique opportunity versus restaurants and, and you know, other theaters or sports arena that, that are already fixed, if you will, to be able to really design for safe social distancing, you can do it through, you know, how you set up your aisles and your um, exhibits to what kind of markers you put in, um, you know, so it's, I think we have a unique opportunity to, to really design for safety in a way that other venues um, perhaps aren't, are um, a little less able or have less flexibility to, to accommodate. That is a really interesting point in that it's a, it's a little more achievable quicker in something like a convention center that is an open, uh, like a blank slate, and where 
someone like uh, like your company or others completely control the environment from start to finish, right? Exactly. Interesting. And then I'm just wondering, people, you know, might be um, confused or, you know, wondering, you know, how does your efforts deal or how are they different in any respect, like, say, to like U.S. Travel Association, which is like lobbying uh, the federal government? Uh, where do you kind of fit into the, the ecosystem of uh, groups trying to advocate for the live events industry? Yeah, that's a great point. We're actually working really closely with U.S. Travel. Um, They've been a great partner. Um, Obviously, you know, they've got a very strong advocacy arm um, and and they've been giving us some good guidance. You know, we also recognize that they're servicing a really broad constituent base. And so events being just one, but they also have the airlines and they also have the hotels and, and, and they have others. And so, you know, we really want to make sure that we are advocating on behalf of the live events industry in particular. Um, we have some unique um, aspects of, of our business, exhibitors for one, right? They don't exist yeah. in any other industry. And it's expensive to go to events. But, you know, we have data that shows that the return on um, ex- exhibitions for some of these guys is is 4x of their investment. Um, 74% of, you know, associations rely on their meetings for revenue generation. Like this, mm-hmm. this we need live events, the exhibitors, the companies, the participants in it um, ne- needed to transact business. <laughs> so you yeah. know, in some cases, this, this is their marketing budget for the year. So, you know, so from that perspective, um, while it's related to the efforts of, of a U.S. travel and others, um, we are unique. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. Um, so, you know, before we wrap it up, um, maybe and maybe uh, you can just kind of put on your uh, your prog- uh, your your predictive hat or whatever. But uh, you know, say we were to be very optimistic and we're at a meeting um, a month from now or two months from now, how do you think that environment is going to look different than before the whole pandemic hit? Um, I think you're going to see a lot of what we're seeing in, in our daily lives, right? You're, you're going to see um, social distancing measures, I believe, um, you know, keeping folks six feet apart. Um, I think you're going to see an increased prevalence of, of PPE, um, you know, masks, gloves. I think you're going to see more visible um, sanitation and cleaning measures happening, um, you know, again, to give consumer confidence. So, um, uh, the hand sanitizing stations, for example, um, you know, increased frequency. Um, so I think there are going to be, you know, just more, as you've seen in some of the grocery stores and, and other venues as well, just kind of, you know, um, more visible demonstrations of the, the degree to which, um, the event organizers, venues, participants are are doing what they can to ensure safety. Yeah, because there is that whole part of it where you really need to reassure the public too before they come to a large gathering that everything's uh, been ensured for their safety. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and I think, you know, on the point of, of the large gathering, and I'm, and I'm talking just as, as a consumer of the news, um, you know, in, in many cases, it really is about it, a compliance. It's it's not the guidelines themselves. And so 
Um, you know, it's all about trying to reduce your chances of, of spreading the virus or contracting the virus. So I think as long as you, you're adhering to the guidelines, and as I said earlier, you know, events have a unique ability to control an environment um, differently than other venues. Um, you know, I think we have, I, I think we have a strong case to be able to do that, um, regardless of, of the number, because as we've seen globally, is that number 10? Is the number 50? Is the number mm-hmm. 50? It's really about, you know, reducing your chances. And, and again, I, I think the, our industry is working really hard and collaboratively to be able to um, mitigate those chances um, to the extent possible. And I'm guessing, too, that the industry and, and the various aspects of it want to get out ahead of this um, so they can show, you know, any possible, uh, you know, government regulators that uh, they have a handle on this um, and that they can control the environment um, so they can uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, regulate um you know, take the regulation upon themselves rather than maybe having uh, regulations forced upon them? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I think the, I think when you start to get into the regulatory environment, it adds a layer of complexity. Um, you have to then, you know, the government would then have to um, invest in compliance and auditing. And, mm-hmm. you know, there are expenses related to regulations. And, you know, quite frankly, um, the folks that we've spoken to uh, who, who have who have contacts um, at at the CDC and other places, you know, they recognize that they can't possibly um, understand the nuances of every industry in order to be able to set the right kinds of regulations. So so it's really a blunt force instrument that has to happen at the highest level. Um, and they recognize that. So, yeah. you know, so I don't even think that's that's an area they want to be able to go. We all want the same thing. We want to be able to to reopen the economy safely. Um, we want to be able to do it in a sustainable way. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, obviously we, we, we could open and we could be fine for a couple of weeks, but without certain measures, you know, there's there's a concern about having a second or third wave. So, yeah. you know, we, 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 we all collectively want to avoid that situation. And we're using, you know, the best information we have at hand about this virus and about epidemiology and controlling these kinds of outbreaks to be able to do that safely and effectively. Well, great. And if people are interested in, in learning more about this effort or, or joining it, where can they find out more information? Uh, they can go to our website uh, at golivetogether.com. Great. Well, thank you for joining us, Sue. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you and your listeners. Great. Thank you. And thank you out there for uh, listening to this Meetings Today podcast. Um, head on over to meetingstoday.com where we have a wealth of podcasts featuring industry thought leaders on all sorts of uh, great topics, uh, especially a lot really involving the pandemic and the industry coming back from it. So head on over to meetingstoday.com to the podcast section, and we hope you enjoy all of our content and have a great rest of the day. Thank you.